Hello everyone, this is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is November the 11th, 2020. Strong hand, long-term thinking. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. Unconfiscatable. I am offended by selling. Be in motion. Golden age. And yeah, be a freaking unique beast. Don't be a compliant you-know-what. Well, yeah, this was the day of my bar mitzvah. Uh, not so, uh, well, it wasn't very recent. Uh, you could do the math. Uh, anyway, uh, let's, uh, yeah, people are excited. Another day, another high for 2020 in terms of the, the price. So if you have questions, I have answers. We're here on the backup channel. I'm making this show pretty evergreen. So if you're watching this next week, keep on watching. It's, it's not just old news. We're going to talk about uh, a little bit of politics here and how the, uh, the former vice president Biden is uh, trying to uh, use class warfare in order to convince people that uh, they should take the uh, to create demand for the vaccine. It's quite hilarious how it works on the 80 percenters. All right. Yeah. So we're, we're real close to 16,000. All right. Another day. Another day. We're getting one. We're one day closer to an all time high. Now. I want to say that a lot of people in our space uh, like to talk about the antitrust situation with big tech, that the government should step in because it is frustrating when YouTube shuts down your channel for a week because of some old link. That, that's what's going on right now. But I've been telling you guys, go to LBRY, where I'm Bitcoin Meister, go to Parlor Crypto Parlor hashtag. Use that, people. We are, we are growing over there. I'm Bitcoin Meister. That eight, uh, new new people follow me there like every hour. It's it's awesome, the growth over at uh, Parlor and use that crypto parlor hashtag. So I don't believe in the antitrust stuff at all. Um, yeah, Ayn Rand said that was like one of the worst laws ever, uh, that, that the government has the power to decide what a, a monopoly is and to break up a private company. And, and I have to agree that is – it's a complete violation of property rights there. Uh, compete, don't complain is, is uh, one of my big sayings. And uh, if you can't, I mean, they, what happens is people complain because they can't compete. And so they break up private property, which I, I do not agree with. Well, a lot of people thought that, uh, that Trump was going to progress with this. It looked like uh, they're, I mean, they, they started something against Google, right? And... Yeah, they start something against Google, but Nick Carter has a tweet out there where he is very disappointed. He says it appears that from what he can tell that the Biden administration will not uh, pursue any antitrust uh, lawsuits and that uh, the earliest this could uh, happen would be 2024 when there's a there'd be a new administration. And I have to say, I think that's a good thing. I, I, I think it, I, I'm, I'm no fan of Biden, but uh now, the reason now, – now, why is he doing this? The why, uh, he's got big tech guys on his transition team. Uh, they obviously donated a lot, uh, various uh, big tech entities. So uh, they put their money <laughs> where their mouth was. They bought him, and uh, th that's what they did. And you can uh, disagree with that technique. That's, that's the way things work. In the end of the day, what they bought 
that policy was the right, is, is this the right policy? It is in, I'm putting it out there. I am a unique beast. I don't care if there are a lot of people in our space that say, oh, we got to, you know, they, they give all sorts of rationalizations why we should steal from Mark Zuckerberg and uh, Jack Dorsey and, and and the rest. And yeah, there, Jack Dorsey is, it, the, the way he runs his company is totally leftist, but that doesn't mean the government should go after him. And it, you, you have to be a long-term thinker on this. I mean, maybe one day you'll become incredibly rich and uh, you'll have a right or rightist center, rightist centric uh, bias in your company and you'll dominate the industry. And the, uh, would you like if someone uh, took away your business because uh, they, they, they accused you of censoring uh, leftists? I mean, it, it, it goes both ways. Let, let them censor me. Let them. I, it's, it's their private business. Yes, it is a private business. Um, we, there are alternatives. I'm on BitChute also. If you're going to be a lazy person and just cry and scream like, oh, government solved my problem, I mean, that, that's pathetic. Uh, the, the options are out there. Don't ignore the options. There's so many people that are just trees. They, they, it, it, they've got into this – well, they're algorithm slaves. They, they are so stuck with the YouTube. They say they don't like YouTube. They say they don't, they don't like Twitter. They're biased. But they can't leave it because they're addicted because of the algorithm. Thus, they are algorithm slaves, and they want the government to solve their problem. They're no better than the, the lazy bum that wants a, a, a welfare check uh, on, on a certain level. They want the government to take care of their financial problems. You want the government to take care of your, uh, your internet uh, problems. Now, your, your social media problems. Not your internet problems, your social media problems. And, okay, so when you can easily do it yourself, go, go to BitChute, start, start your own company, et cetera. Okay. Pound that like button here on uh, the backup channel. And remember, retweet this, retweet what I just put into there. All right. Is, are, are we there? No, we're not. We're still, people are saying 16K. We're not there yet. Maybe if you're watching this tape and you're playing this at 2X, we are. But we got to 15,991, which was the previous high of this year. So, you know, another day, another, basically another 2020 high, right? Okay, let's... Uh, Let's go to another uh, somewhat political topic here. It was, is, a, is a political topic, but we're going to talk about Biden again. But this could be – everything I talked about can be tied into Bitcoin, okay? So uh, by, I was watching Ben Shapiro, and he, he played a clip of Biden happy about the vaccine and, and Biden assuring the population that even if you're poor, if you will be able to get this vaccine. And it, it's great how he uh, – well, it's not great, but it's classic how he makes it seem like it's something desirable because he's going to go out of his way to make sure even the weak and the victims are going to be able to get it before the rich. He's not going to favor the rich. He's not going to favor the privilege in when, when the vaccine is distributed. Oh, no. He's for the people. And thus, you should want this, people. <laughs> he, he makes it seem somewhat out of reach that, you know, the, 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 you expect the rich will be able to get their hands on the vaccine first. And thus, it is out of reach to you. And thus, you are envious of the rich, right? Oh, yes, you should be envious that the rich are going to get this. But no, I am your savior, and I am going to get it to you before the rich. Okay? So th this is how you work the 80%. You uh, you create a, well, you have a product 
and you make it seem out of reach and that uh, the rich uh, only the rich can get this. But no, now you have the opportunity to get this. It's on sale. It's for you. You should get this car. Look at this fancy car that only the rich get. Oh, you should look. They're so much richer than you. They're so much, they have so much more than you. But now you can get back at them because you can have this car. You can have this vaccine. Yeah, so 80 percenters buy the fake need to have it narratives, okay? Uh, especially when it can be twisted uh, that uh, it's being held back from them uh, and, and it, it even, even gets them even more riled up, okay? You, you're a victim. You're a minority. That's why you don't have this already. They're trying to keep it from you. Ha ha. But with me, you're going to be able to get it. And so what ends up happening? What's going to end up happening with this vaccine thing? Okay, we've got the propaganda out there. They're going to they, they buy it all the time with the cars and the, the flashy stuff. They don't understand that, you know, a, a rich person got rich from long term thinking. They didn't, get, they didn't get rich from having a bunch of cars and they don't necessarily have a bunch of cars, but they believe what they see on the TV. They are envious. Envy can drive you. Well, it, 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 it makes you uh, you don't think you don't think when you're envious, you just rile up the end. You make something seem uh scarce when it is it isn't scarce the vaccine there'll be plenty of that vaccine out there uh there's plenty of uh there's plenty of consumer goods you can waste your money on that are overpriced like cars so i i what i foresee happening is uh it, it will work it will be the poor people that are going to just blindly suck this stuff up the the 20 percenters of the world the thinkers the, the healthy people <laughs> we'll we, we'll see in the united states where there'll be an option to take it or not, we're going to be like, heck no. Why would I want this thing? Okay, great. Yeah, sure. Let the poor people get in line in front of me. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Fitting in is definitely overrated on this one, man. I do not want to fit in with the people uh, on this, uh, but it, you know, they, they do. They, they do want to fit in. It's the great savior. So it's yeah, a class battle for the vaccine will lead the poor and the uh, dumb people to, well, take an untested vaccine. And that is, uh, that's how you sell an untested vaccine. He's, he's, he's doing a good job. Uh, just cr create some class warfare around it. I mean, it's so, it's so ridiculous. I mean, the, the rich people will be like, okay, yeah, great. Yeah, we let the poor people have it, sure. And then, of course, a few years later, it, it'll, it'll come out, you know, when all these poor people die from it. Like there was an unfair distribution. The, the, the vaccine companies targeted the poor. <laughs> the narrative will be spun a, a completely different way in the victim mentality land. But no, I mean, the victim mentality people are, are going to sign up for this. And then when they become, quote unquote, even bigger victims as they get sick, they'll spin it. It'll get spun another way. The next the next people to run for uh, future politicians will be like, I, I will protect the poor from dangerous viruses instead of encouraging them in, in dangerous vaccines instead of uh, encouraging them to take it. Okay, so we see that uh, we see that mentality though in uh, I mean in, in, in cryptocurrency also you you had people saying it was unfair the distribution of Bitcoin the, it was only the rich that got it. But look at my new altcoin. It's a fair distribution. So you should want it because uh, 
you, you couldn't get the Bitcoin, but you can get this. You know, again, play, playing on the envy, playing on the, the mind, mindless envy. Like, and then 80 percenters want it. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I definitely want this. This makes up for the lack of the Bitcoin I had. And, and then the smart people are like, no, I don't, I don't want this darn <laughs> this thing. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Uh, have it. Have it. All right. So uh, I, I will say this. Americans have the cojones. Uh, right now, uh, well, out of all the nations of the world, I think Americans always have the cojones. There, there are plenty of uh, SJW Americans out there. But now more than ever, with all this election uncertainty going on, there are a lot. There are ones that supported Trump that they're not going to riot or do anything wild in the streets, but they are not going to accept any lockdowns. Okay. They're not that there can be a national lockdown, but that will be their form of protest. And it, it's a good form. If you're frustrated that Trump didn't win the presidency, then just don't be compliant. Don't be a compliant bootlicker. And I think there are plenty of them that have been pushed to the to the edge here where it, at least in red states, they're not going to. If Joe Biden says, OK, I am encouraging every state in the United States to implement a lockdown. That the, the red states will not even dare uh, try to implement it on their people at this point. Uh, now, the plenty of blue states will yeah, they'll go along with it in, in a second. They're already enforcing this nonsense. So uh, and, and maybe some blue states will, will talk uh, or some red states will talk a big game or, or some blue states will talk a big game. But there are so many people out there that just aren't happy with the political situation. They feel like they were robbed. And I don't think they were robbed, but, um, you know, but, and so they're not, they'll just be like, they're not going to follow these mass things at all. All right. There'll be a lot of fun and games where people are pretending to do it. And if this goes on for longer than I expect, I mean, states like Florida are going to benefit so much. I mean, people will move there, businesses will move there. They're not going to want to deal with any, if Gavin Newsom just, follows uh, Joe Biden blindly in California and really keeps up the nonsense over there. I mean, people are already uh, leaving California. But the, yeah, I expect major blowback from, because in all the blue states, there are plenty of Republicans. There are plenty of people that are frustrated, all right? And some states are purple states that are closer than others. They're not, I, I think Biden's going to talk, he's going to get some of the blue states to do it. I mean, the whole West Coast, probably from California, Oregon and Washington will probably and then, the, you know, the, the East Coast, Massachusetts, uh, Connecticut, New York, that they, they will go with him. Illinois, probably, too. Uh, but after that, there this is the way just if, if you're frustrated, this is the way you uh, and you're in one of those straight states and you're sad that you're you, that Trump is no longer president. Just don't wear a mask. Don't do it. Don't open your business. And I, I think I think we'll see a lot of that. And I think that's that's healthy. That's a healthy way of protesting when you do not follow e unconstitutional uh, dictatorial commands from your governors that are sent down from your president. And there will be some cities, even in Florida, like that might attempt to, to do these lockdowns. And there's going to be uh, they will be blowback, definitely at, at the very least blowback. Uh, and refusal, refusal. It's so much better than you know. You hear about these European uh, nations that just like oh, third lockdown, this third, and, and you've seen.
seen some protests in Germany and places like that. But the, it's we're a unique beast in the United States. Fifty different states, fifty different ways. He, the, the guy at the top, the federal, the president, cannot force all fifty states to do this. To do these, uh, South Dakota and Florida, pound that light button for you, dudes. And so I'm, I'm, I mean, literally in parts of Florida in 2021, it's going to just be like 2019. Right now, there's parts of Florida. It's just like people are going to bars. People are having a great time. And that is great. That is healthy. That is golden age right there. So I want to stick with this virus thing real quick and, 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 and the media coverage of the election. The, the mainstream media is very quick to point out when someone is lying politically, especially when they're leaning to one side of the spectrum, right? Um, there have been all sorts of stories with fake ballots, and there have been a few that have definitely been fake. And they, they, they're pointed out right away on social media. And if someone's going to make up a story about cheating in the election, and, and it's blatantly obvious the person's a psychopath, sociopathic liar, uh, then, yeah, they should be definitely called out there. And we have it. it there's an epidemic in America. I mean, there are a lot of people that are just liars. Okay, they like to lie. That's their thing. They're that's it's sick. But there's just there's a big segment of the population. I don't know how high it is. Then there's a huge segment of the population that wants attention, and are willing to lie for attention. And when there's a big story out there, they're going to do anything to get that attention. And politics, I think, the last nine months. Uh, a lot of people just been saying the most outlandish things, doing the most outlandish things. They get political coverage. Okay. Then with, with the virus, same thing. That's been a tremendous story. There are many hypochondriacs out there. Hypo hypochondriacs have been around before the virus. They'll be around uh, uh, after the virus. Some of them uh, they've got a lot of time on their hands. They don't have jobs anymore. They want attention. They're going to be long haulers. They're going to be anything. They're going to be panic prisoners. All right. They are going to lie about if they had it, how sick they got, if their mother got sick, if their son got sick, if it, it, it just take it to all sorts of extreme exaggeration levels. The media, I have not seen the media call out anyone when it comes to exaggerating the, their own personal virus stories. They are immediately victims to feel bad for, okay? They, media debunks every, tries to debunk truthful political things, okay? They are debunking everything on the political side. They're debunking uh, people who want logic and reason when you're analyzing statistics in, in terms of who's getting sick. They will never Every story they accept is fact. When a victim comes forward and say says their mother got sick, they're sick, they're a long hauler. Long hauler is nonsense. Pound that like button. People have been getting sick for years. They've had flus for years. And they some people that are unhealthy, fat, you know what, they feel really bad for months after they've had a cold or the flu or strep throat or whatever they got. Okay? People who are already sick. They feel that they, they tend to feel sicker afterward. They, it's harder to get it out of their system, but their immune systems are pieces of dung. But so, but some of these people who are making up stories, they're, they're perfectly fine. They just they go with whatever's trending on Twitter. Long haul. Now I'm a long hauler. I'll get it. I'll get a story on my local ABC affiliate if I say I'm a long hauler. So, all right, this is how productive people strike back. Call these people out. If you're truly productive, you want it, and you're not scared of losing your job and you're in the Bitcoin overlay or whatever, you can say things like this. But this is this is so blatantly obvious. We've got fact-checking of every political person making every claim about every ballot, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. But no, no, no 
fact checking on all these crybabies that say they're long haulers or they're this or they're that or their mom is or the oh I knew this guy who's been in the hospital for eight months really okay let's let's do a fact no no fact checks on this all right so I want to point that out that I think a lot of people automatically think like how could anyone lie about being sick how could anyone lie about this uh, pandemic no it, it's just as you know that people lie about the ballots. You know that people lie about the votes. Why wouldn't they lie about this? It's, it, there's no difference. It's attention-seeking. Anything that people will lie about to get attention. So don't be don't, – don't think that certain people are special, that no, there, there can't be as many liars in the whole uh, virus side of things. No, it's the same thing. It's probably the same amount of liars in the virus side of things, same amount of liars in the political side. It's just we have a lot of liars. We have a lot of people that want attentions attention. There are different ways to do it in this golden age. And yes, it is because of the golden age that they have this opportunity that we have this technology that allows you to blast something out there on Twitter or on, on Facebook or whatever, and, and the media will pick up on it immediately. And you'll be a, you'll be the victim star of the day, the flavor of the month. All right. What else do we have here? All right. Ask, ask some questions out there, people. Type in proud Zionist Jew there. All right. Let's, uh, because you're on the backup channel, unless you're watching this in the future, uh, because it, it will eventually be uh, uploaded on the uh, main channel. Pound that like button. Okay, let us go on to the next part. Oh, don't worry, we're getting back to Bitcoin here. You know, if it, if you're on the backup channel, might as well try something a li little different. Better, might as well go beyond Bitcoin. Try something new in motion. Oh God, so many notepads open. All right, so. Uh, Everyone, you've heard about Ethereum and staking and uh, Ethereum 2.0, and they need more people to, to lock, lock away their, their Ethereum in, in the, the smart contract. There are articles that are going to keep on, that are going to come out, sort of like the one I have linked to below, talking about third-party staking options. Now, most of the people who are going to say they're staking their Ethereum for whatever it is, 18 months, 36 months, I don't even know, are not going to do it themselves. They're going to give it over to third parties who they're going to have to trust to properly do it and then to give it back to them in the end of the day. So there's all these complex and, and complex uh, and more power to them, okay? If people can't do it on their own and most people cannot do it on their own, okay? If there's a demand for it, then let the demand be filled. But some of it is going to get complex. All right. It's going to involve loans even. I mean, and if it's legitimate, then great. But dudes, this whole uh, third party staking opens the door for a lot of uh, scams and corruption. So, I mean, my advice to you, if, it, if you really want to stake your Ethereum, learn how to do it yourself. And I, secondly, if there are some big brand name trusted, uh, Entities out there like Coinbase. I mean, if you're already a Coinbase CUCK keeping your Bitcoin there and they offer some, you know, stake your Ethereum there and you, and you don't know how to move your Ethereum off of there anyway, then I guess, you know, why not? So I, I, I don't know if Coinbase is going to offer that. I assume eventually they will. And, you know, Matt O'Dell has been talking that, about that for quite some time, that it would be the, the exchanges that would offer all sorts of staking incentives and whatnot. When it's not just exchanges, uh, it, they're just other companies springing up there. 
And so I, I, I linked to something like, you're going to hear more and more about this. So I thought I would uh, bring it up. All right. So going back to political stuff again, uh, the OCC with the Office of Commerce and the Controller, and I don't even know what it stands for, okay? We've heard about it here in the Bitcoin space because they've basically given banks the opportunity to, to become uh, holders of cryptocurrency also, which is great. They are not limiting uh, financial institutions. They are expanding the offerings of financial institutions. I think that's great. I think that's awesome. Um, you know, you can get pretty creative there when you allow, instead of putting restrictions on who can deal with cryptocurrencies, like, yeah, sure, banks can do it too. Banks can uh, deal with it too. Well, <laughs> a, uh, some Democrats in the Congress, uh, Talib, you know, who's a, a, and the other, the, the bald headed uh, uh, squad member too from Massachusetts. What's her name? Um, and I mean, again, she has a serious, uh, I mean, she has an issue that made her bald, that that's it's a legitimate thing, but I can't think of her name. Um, but anyway, uh, she, they, they, they're complaining. I mean, they are so envious. They, they try to twist everything for the poor, for the victims, for the victims. It's unfair. It's wrong that during this time of sickness and where people are so poor that the OCC is worried about cryptocurrencies while so many poor people cannot they are unbanked. I mean, you can. It's, it's linked to below. They, 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 they have all these these questions for the OCC. Why, why are you helping banks? Why, why is this? Uh, first of all, they're, they're so close-minded. They're so their envy blinds them so much. And again, they, they're they're serving a certain constituent. They're playing a little role in a show, like you know, help the poor people at all costs. Twist it at any any time a bank seems to be doing well. Create some victims out of the situation. They don't realize that more financial options, that helps poor people, okay? You know, if, if some uh, – this is the road to allowing minority banks to have cryptocurrency and getting minority banks to uh, encourage uh, their minority constituents in poor minority communities to get on the uh, Bitcoin bandwagon. And these people in Congress who are crying don't even realize how – if so, if they were talking about Bitcoin like I was in 2014, 15, and 16, and their minority constituents bought some, they would be, what, over 20 times wealthier now. Pound that like button. Uh, but they don't they don't think that way at all. Um, and it's, it's just an immediate impulsive reaction. Oh, banks. Banks are being uh, uh, helped by this uh, government institution. No, no, no. Government institutions should only be helping poor people. So you can read their crybaby letter. And yeah, Ayana, Ayana Presley uh, is from uh, Massachusetts. Um, all right. Now, now let, let's take the other side of the spectrum. So obviously in, in, uh, in the bureaucracy, you're going to have more people like that. They're just impulsive, 80 percenters, victim mentality. Uh, you know, they, they, don't, they don't see the innovation that this, this, uh, that this situation has created for everyone, not just for poor, not just for rich, um, for everyone. There's everyone can can be uh, get, get a crypto bank or whatever. Everyone can get Bitcoin at least. All right. So Cynthia Loomis, who has been elected as one of the 100 senators, uh, one of the two that represent that will represent Wyoming in the coming session, starting uh, in, in 2021. She 
And there's a new article out there from NASDAQ.com that she retweets. It is great. She is proud of the fact that she's a Bitcoiner. She's not trying to hide it back. Now, I, I said I wondered if when she was campaigning to her constituents that she mentioned Bitcoin or she just mentioned Bitcoin so she could get donations. She mentioned it on the national level, but not, you know, on the one-on-one level, she never brought, brought it up to her people. Well, again, she's already won election. She doesn't have to keep on talking about Bitcoin, but she is posting it out there on her Twitter, which some of her local people obviously follow. She is proud of being a Bitcoiner. And it says already in the article that she retweeted already. So I, I'm giving her credit. She is definitely a fan of Bitcoin. She has the opposite mentality of these Congress people. And she has more power than them also, more influence at least. She says they don't call it a hard-earned dollar for nothing. I want sound money that protects the value of every working American's time, sweat, and effort. That's why I am excited about Bitcoin. Okay, so she she, uh, has a little bit of a populist twist on it. That's fine. All right. But she says she's excited about Bitcoin. And you know what? It does. It can help every single person. All right. You can have a populist spin on it. I mean, she could just say like, yeah, it's helping a lot of rich people right now. There's nothing wrong with it helping rich people. You poor people who think it's the plague or who who are worried about a plague, who want to be victims, you know, admire the rich people. Do what they're doing and and, uh, emulate what they're doing. But then she puts it in a different way. That's fine. She can put it any way she darn wants. It's a free country. But the article says uh, already prominent Bitcoiners in the House of Representatives – now, I don't know who they are. I think the guy from Minnesota, the guy from Ohio, have shown enthusiasm for Loomis's victory, claiming that a vote in both houses of the legislature could help long push the long push to make the government more friendly to cryptocurrency. So there you go. I would love if the government – now, it doesn't have to be, but if the United States government did become more friendly to cryptocurrency, with the OCC decision, it has – but that's a, a bureaucratic uh, decision that, uh, you know, in theory, uh, the in theory, the executive branch could have an executive order that could cancel that out uh, or the uh, the legislation branch could could create all sorts of ridiculous laws. So you can go the Ayana way or you can go the uh, Cynthia Loomis way. And I, I do. I do see the United States trending to the Loomis way because we, we did have the OCC decision. We, uh, I, I think people, I mean, all, all sorts of businesses have been opening up. The United States is the center of Bitcoin. All right. It is the center of cryptocurrency on the planet. And it's, there haven't been more restrictions. Now we're going to talk about a tax situation in a second. I hope I, uh, I didn't put that in the title. Um, uh, real quick. Also tour, and Trezor here. Let me read you. An exciting update for Trezor Suite public beta is available. Working with the Tor Foundation, Trezor has created a Tor switch for Suite, which lets you anonymize your network communications in one click. For more details about Tor, read our blog post. Okay, so I will link to the blog post below. Be very careful. If you don't know what you're doing, don't do it with your Trezor. Don't, don't, if you're just using it as a storage device, and, and then you're like, oh, I want to get into this tour uh, privacy thing, uh, but you don't really know what you're doing. Don't do it. Just, just don't don't even try it. OK, I don't I don't want another horror story. I, and there were so many horror stories that involve people trying to do too much um, with it, with their storage devices. But you, you can read it if you know what you're doing. Good luck. All right. Now, I have been talking about Coinbase as a honeypot for the IRS for a while. All right. 
There are plenty of ignorant people out there who value their wealth in dollars. And every time Bitcoin has crashed, have sold their Bitcoin at Coinbase and then bought it back and have entered the dollar realm at Coinbase numerous times. And when you're playing in the dollar realm, you are playing in the IRS's realm. OK, this is why you're supposed to. Uh, I, I forgot what the saying was. Outhold out the IRS out. Hold your Bitcoin so long that eventually the Cynthia Lewis's of the world create policy where, uh, you know, the Bitcoin is considered money. It's not considered a, an asset, which is which it is right now in, in the United States. But there are plenty of people over at Coinbase, plenty, and uh, who have done ridiculous things. And, of course, if they've done ridiculous things in terms of dollars at Coinbase, they should report it to the IRS. Well, we all know that many of them don't. It's a huge honeypot. Now, I, I think there are plenty of – the IRS – I don't think they have the, the best and brightest. I don't think they were, they know all the ins and outs of cryptocurrencies. But when they have this huge honeypot over there, I mean, it, it's so easy, man. I mean, they, they can get anyone. And sure enough, the warning is out there today. U.S. law firm says the IRS is coming after Coinbase users who evade taxes. So if you were uh, – you know, you were playing all these games going back and forth in the dollars, and then you thought you, it was a great idea on your, your tax form that you just filled out, like saying, you know, do you own cryptocurrency? And you said no. That was probably a bad idea. <laughs> OK, if, if you are on Coinbase and you have you know, gone back and forth to the, the IRS's realm, how can you even that's what you have to you, you, when you're on Coinbase and, and many other compliant uh, crypto organization, crypto companies in the United States, and you are playing in the dollar fiat realm, you are, you are basically, you know, sending a little ping to the IRS every time. They, they have said, Coinbase has given, revealed all the, uh, the, the numerous IRS inquiries they have gotten over there. It's not, it's not a, it's not a secret. It's, you are being very foolish if you're playing, you know, the IRS's game, but you lie to them and you, you say you're not, you're, you're, you know, oh, I, maybe they weren't paying attention to me at Coinbase. Maybe they weren't. It, it is so easy for them. And they're just they're going to go after. I mean, they're going to be some pretty big, easy targets out there that are so blatantly obvious. And it started and accounting uh, the, the this uh, whatever accounting tax firm is warning people. Remember, LBR. And so I just want to remind everyone that, you know, people ask. They, they ask me tax questions all the time and stuff. Okay. And I'm not a tax expert, but what, what I'm not, a, I don't give financial advice like that. But what I, I've always said is that if, if it's Coinbase, it's a huge honeypot. Uh, and if you're some, if you're some, you think you're some genius trader, someone who likes to uh, sell the, sell the tops and you're doing it through Coinbase uh, and, and you're, you better be, uh, you better be telling the IRS what you're doing because it's just like uh, you, you've, you're playing on their field. How can you deny that you're playing on their field? LBRY.tv uh, slash at Bitcoin Meister. All right. So, and again, some of you are still into this political stuff. I talked about some political stuff today. Don't waste your time arguing too much. Just leave the buy Bitcoin comment. Buy Bitcoin. Just like who has got John Galt there. Okay. And that is it. Let me see if there are. Uh, 
any questions and anyone, again, I am looking after Phoenix. I leave Phoenix. I'm in Salt Lake City now, then Baltimore, then Phoenix for a month, January 5th. I don't know where I'm going to be after January 5th. Warm weather suggestions are welcome. Hopefully international travel will be somewhat sort of normal again soon. And yeah, follow me on Twitter, retweet some of the stuff that I've been putting out there. Roman Q says, I'm very bullish on the new alternative media. Good. The quality is increasing steadily. Oh, God. My, my, my hair tilt was increasing uh, uh, steadily. And, uh, and okay, the quality is increasing steadily. The remaining audience of MSM will be deceased over the next few decades. Just signed up for Daily Wire. Cool. Um, no, the, the remaining audience, many, uh, you know, the, the, the boomers, sure, they will, they will leave this planet. But there are plenty of their kids and stuff that are uh, into MSM that'll still, the MSM, will, there'll always be 80 percenters that will be, that love to be spoon fed nonsense and think that they're learning something. Uh, they, they, can, they can be told that they're victims over and over again. All right. Uh, Vention, yes, you missed the uh, – no, yeah, the show's over now, Vention. You did miss it, sadly. But uh, hopefully you post a show later today, Vention, and play it at 2X. You can watch this, Vention. I hope everything's great for you down in Mexico. Please, I hope you post a show soon. Vention's a very interesting guy to uh, watch his shows on, on YouTube. He is living quite a story right now. And uh, I, I always I love watching Vention's show. And I just some of the comments below Vention's show. I mean, <laughs> it just some people really don't get it. Uh, you know, you, you, get, <laughs> you know, I, I, they give very simplistic uh, suggestions to a guy who um, has been going through a situation for a while, who's probably covered all the simple things already. <laughs> Anyway, uh, all right, all right. But uh, I, I, um, Vention's got a real strong hand, man. And uh, in motion, baby, you are in motion doing it your way. Everybody, pound that like button for Vention, pound that like button uh, for this channel. And definitely read when you watch his videos, what read some of those comments down there and see uh, how good of a sport uh, Vention is, <laughs> uh, to put it mildly. <laughs> all right, dudes. Uh, if you think I get trolls, you know, if you, if you leave a certain type of comment over there, it, it's uh, you're really the lowest of the low. All right. Pound that like button, everybody. I'm Adam Meister, Big Home Meister. Subscribe to this uh, backup channel. Subscribe to my other channel, uh, and I will uh, see you. And, yeah, he, there are some awesome suggestions in his comments also. There are 20 percenters there that have said some great things, really, really good things who really break it down sometimes. Um, but there are there's some things there that are yeah they're not good they're not good suggestions <laughs> and they've already been they're not good suggestions that have been suggested like 200 times already see ya bye thanks.